How are you all doing out there? How is everybody? How's your day been in the studio? I'm Wimbo77 and we have... Naturally Lily. Oh yes, on the waves, on the all flavours waves. And we must say there is always a variety on this station. All flavours radio, some great stuff over the start end, some awesome stuff, Saturday, Sunday back-to-back music from all the DJs and also some really great stuff last night, Mark Philogene, DJ Slim and the original Mr Fix It, great stuff. We shall be giving the chat room and everyone else a little shout in a while. So Lily, how are you? I'm okay, I'm okay, just uh, on break now, so enjoying the break while trying to... (laughs) I know we were shopping most of the day today, weren't we? Yeah, but it feels it feels like you've... I feel a sense of accomplishment when I've done my shopping. Because mm. I shop for the month. I can't just... Will you help me? So. Yes, same. <laughs> I can't do week-to-week shopping. Um, but I felt a sense of accomplishment after that shopping was done. Yeah. And then I got some really good news so that added to the... Hi of today. Good news, I did. My work phone call, my work phone rang, so hey. Yes. Good <laughs> so happy, vibe, happy, vibe. happy. And I, I'm the same. I like to shop once a month. I find you do save more for mm. one. And it's just one big shop. You know, obviously you go and get things like veg and stuff, the fresh stuff yeah. throughout the month. But just like even the meat, and if you're a meat eater, um, you get it, you clean it, you season, season it, it, put it, it in the freezer. And then it's just like an easy life. Yeah. Like that's my opinion. I, I find it a lot easier doing it that I way. I couldn't bear to do it every week. Oh, no. I, I, I could imagine what it was like. So lots, lots to be getting on with tonight. And we're still going to uh, slightly revisit uh, the domestic violence that we were touched on last week and see from another perspective um, how this could be infringed on in life but I think first of Lily what was it that you wanted to speak about something really positive wasn't it yeah um I saw I think it was UNICEF Mm. um is now going well it said UNICEF to feed hungry children in the UK for the first time in 70 in a 70 year history wow I thought that was something positive I mean we've had um petitions about the lunchtime um, or the hot school meals that was done by Marcus Rashford mm. and I think there's just been a wave of of um, support for for you know underprivileged deprived young people and children um, through this very tumultuous time and it's like recognition is happening now they're they're you know, it says that they're going to help to fund food parcels for those affected by um, the current situation crisis in Southwark and South London. So hasn't quite reached the northern borders yet, mm. but um, I know that they are quite deprived areas in, in the south yeah. side of the border. So I find it quite, yeah. for me, it's, it's a little bit scary because when it's the UN agency that has to come in mm. and feed families... It's quite concerning, it right? It is really, really concerning. And I was walking past um, the food bank. Mm. There's a food bank by my house. And usually there's one or one <laughs> person's queuing outside. And last week there was a queue that went on up the road and it was all different types of people, all different walks of life. Mm. And it just really hit home. It just made me think, oh my goodness, we are really going through it. Some people are really, really 
mm. going through it at this time. Because I've never seen that out. That, that food bank has been there for the whole time. I know they've been providing food for quite a while um, for people who are suffering, but that cue really, it did hit home. It makes you wake up to like how bad the situation actually is. Mm. And like I said, it's great that we spoke of Marcus Rashford and ending child poverty. But when you look at this, mm. child poverty is going to be there for a little while longer, I think, especially yeah. when the UN starts to get involved yeah. in these situations yeah. then you know that things are really bad because mm-hmm. we normally hear you the un in war-torn countries or third world countries right yeah but to be here on our doorstep yes it's wonderful that they've stepped in but then that, what does that show us what does that show us about our situation right here in the uk well you was mentioning the other day that either even those who have had quite privileged lives or you know were at the top of their um economic game so to speak earning good good money are now you know so indebted they're thinking that they're not even gonna have you can't can't even feed the dog yeah there was something it was a program I think Ken was watching it the other day and it was just showing like people that have quite lucrative careers Mm -hmm. how they are they're just wondering where the next penny's coming from one guy he was a manager of a construction company mm-hmm. and he ended up having to sell all of his belongings he had wow. one thing left which was his bike wow. and you could see that he was just so desperate for the fact of he was probably again on five figures mm. four to five figures and now having to sell all of his possessions mm. i mean we are in critical critical times right mm, definitely very definitely. critical times and when you think of it now in tier four, whatever that means, this tier four just come out mm. of the blue, people were crying. And I think, I think personally speaking for myself, I think I've been quite blinded to it over the last couple of months because I've been surrounded by people who are quite well off. Mm. Um, you know, in a community where people are making same five six seven figure incomes yeah and are living quite comfortably and you look at these people and you think well how are they going to go from five to zero that's impossible Mm. and then you know you hear examples of the gentleman that you just mentioned and it a lot of people don't realize how close that line is that at any time your your situation can just change, you know? Yeah, any time your situation can change. Mm. And that's why I know we spoke even the other day about a rainy day fund and all yeah. that stuff. When you seriously think about it, they say you're only one wage away from being on the breadline. Yeah. And we are seeing quite clearly seeing that in our day, our time in a Western society, mm. right? So it's like it's, the acronym of job, just over break, broke. Yeah. Your job is that one pay slip away from them saying, oh no, not this month, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. How are, we, how are we able to kind of, if we are put in worst case scenario situation, what? how would we manage? Yeah. And this is where, again, coming together as community. community yeah. So that was lovely regarding 
the church, the place that where the food bank is, mm. that there are places like this, you know, that we can, if we really fall on hard times, that there is someone somewhere to actually go mm. in order to just have a, something sustainable to live on. Mm. Because, again, there was this other thing. There's a lot of poverty in this country. There is, but it goes, because we haven't been through this situation before and maybe mm. the pandemic we haven't had to face it and we we're not on well i wouldn't say we're on the breadlines. we haven't had to face that poverty so to speak but now it's so in our face you can't ignore it mm. Mm. but even like you were saying um you mentioned doing something nice the other day um, i think you said it today about the food parcels which i think is quite nice because we tend to think that in order to give back we have to have loads and we have to give so much to so many people but actually we could just hone in on one person that we know may be going through it yeah and a food bank's great but that's only once a week what happens when they get to that's on a wednesday mm. what happens when they get to the sunday monday and then the tuesday maybe thinking about someone who's going through a rough time and if you got any little bits left over or not even left over, you got something there, just putting a little parcel together yeah, and taking share, it over for them. Just share. Mm. And, you know, there's it's lovely to to do that from your heart. And we, we, we never know, even amongst our neighbours, it's funny because little Barry down there, it's like, you've got everything you need. He's Aww, so concerned and yeah. he's the one that needs it more than I do. Yeah. But he's always off, um, offering. Yeah. And likewise, just looking out for each other and making sure that everyone it's has okay. something to eat, has had something to eat, offer someone in for a cup of tea. Mm. I mean, obviously now with all this bubble business, mm. I'm not too sure about it. And I don't know, what are you doing out there for the holidays? Are you going to stay at home um, regarding the crisis that we... See, we've been told that we're not to mix now in families or I think we're allowed one day. I'm sure no. that's what I heard. No. No? Christmas is cancelled. Not so, allowed to go and mix with anyone if you're on tier four. Okay. You stay in your own home. So it's totally cancelled then, guys. Well, what are you going to do? I think if you're a supporter, though, so say, like, for example, um, our grandma who lives on her own, mm. if you're her support bubble, then you yeah. can go there or she can come to you. Right. But if your families, you can't go from one family to another family. See, or you can't stay overnight somewhere. No. Right. So it's, I mean, what, all this thing with a new strain as well. There's like different strains of flu, right? We were talking about yeah. this. So I, I'm just totally flabbergasted in the sense that days before everyone is, has made their plans, gone out and done whatever, mm. that the rug has just been pulled from under people it's really really hard as well because even for me i don't celebrate christmas mm. but i do um have people over my house when yeah I, we have dinner and play games and stuff um and thinking i've been doing that literally since i left home and now thinking this is the first year i'm fortunate to have my family i've got a husband i've got my two daughters so we can still you know have family time but our extended family Mm. it's going to be very challenging not being able to have them around on that day mm. Mm. and at all for the next goodness like we haven't seen our people for time for so long zoom yeah. is great it really is but i want to physically hug my brother i want to physically yeah. hug my sister you know yeah what are you all doing out there people are you still going to see your families 
or are you going to be obedient as it were and do as we're told in the sense of staying home and possibly having dinner over zoom because that was one suggestion that was made that maybe be cooking in in the kitchen on zoom and having dinner on your own on zoom but obviously you're not on your own mm. you've got someone there but it's not quite the same is it it's not the same but i that actually did cross my mind yeah to just even though we're not all together or we'll all cook our meals and then we all sit down and have a little chat around the zoom table mm. Mm. <laughs> um oh it's hard isn't it? it's tough it's tough it's but we'll we'll work it out i'm sure mm. i'm sure that we're still it doesn't have to be cancelled in that sense like we'll the christmas time is cancelled and if we so we we definitely aren't allowed to meet no. like one no no meeting if you are a household of four and you have a brother who's got a household of two or three mm. you both need to stay in your own house wow wow yeah i heard some things because there are some guidelines say so say if you're at university for instance you're allowed to travel home yeah yeah no trouble. or if someone's in your support bu- bubble and they say if there's someone on their own and you're in one household support bubble then you can go to that place yeah so like nana she could mm. you could go to nana's yeah because you're in her support bubble but you can't like before they said okay for five days we're going to relax the regulations and for up to three families can meet on on from the 23rd i think mm. it was until the 27th right now everybody except for those in tier four which is us because we live in London, everybody except for those in tier four, that still applies. Yeah. But we in tier four have literally gone back to the lockdown of March. I don't get this. Why? Why, guys? I, I'm because confused. Because people don't follow the rules. Is that what it is, though? It is. I am seeing, I am physically seeing evidence mm. of the surge. Yeah. Of the true. breakouts and of the, of the not the breakouts, the, eight, the outbreaks. Mm. And it's literally because in front of my eyes, people are not following the rules. The struggle is real then. It really is. Because mm. you're first hand and you see that. I see it. Mm. Mm. I see it. Right. Well, I'm glad that going back to UNICEF, that they are feeding because what they've said is that it's the, um, the YouGov poll in May commissioned by the Charity Food Foundation mm-hmm. found that 2.4 million children, that's 17% of children in this country were living in food insecure households. Mm-hmm. So by October, an extra 900,000 children had been registered for three school meals. Wow. That's a lot of children. I find that the amount, though, that that they're putting towards fruit and veg is so small. Mm, what are they putting towards fruit 4,500. And... That's nothing for mm. a big company like that, given the fact that they get over millions and millions of pounds worth of donations. I think that's one firm, funding. though, Abel and Cole. That's one firm. So that's oh, 1.2 okay. tonnes of fruit and veg worth for... That's quite a lot for us. Maybe they're... I don't know who they are, Abel and Cole. But that's one um, company that's providing fruit and veg. Maybe Mm. they're farmers or something, you know. Mm. But that statistic that 17% of children in the UK, again, going back, I mean, 
we concentrate, we see all these uh, adverts, well, on the television. I'm sure they're playing them at this time of year, right? Mm -hmm. About Africa and how do they play those at this time of year to give? I don't watch terrestrial TV, but I'm, I will most probably think they would. Right. And, and yet there's 900,000 children that have applied for free school meals, Mm. you know, yet on our doorstep, we want to give to Africa and say, Hey, they're poverty stricken, Mm. but right here on our doorstep, that's quite a large number of young people young children yeah also I find it very interesting though that they're only offering if that's that's the number 17 percent um nine hundred thousand children mm. and they're only supplying 25 schools in the south side of of the river that's breakfast Eighteen thousand nutritious breakfast mm. 20 25 schools it's not a lot is it but how many children are in those schools is the next question 18, that you've got 000. to ask. Oh, no, that, yeah, 18,000 breakfast is what they're providing. Wow. I mean, I, yeah, they need at least one hot meal a day and breakfast mm. is supposedly the most important meal of the day. It gets you started for the rest of the day. Um, but you can understand why there are now, why when you look at the performance in school, why it would be lacking because a child if you're if you're having to now provide all of these children with breakfast that means that they're not getting fed breakfast before they leave the house mm. they're going to school hungry did they go to school did they go to bed with a full stomach maybe not so they've not had a proper meal since their lunch yesterday yeah and they're coming into school with it's hungry hungry with no breakfast they got to wait till lunch maybe they might perk up after lunch it's, it you, you would not think in this so-called first world country that we would have third world problems but is a third world is it a third world problem no because we're having to live with it i got my passport my new passport through <laughs> this week okay and i thought oh let me just get it in before so i can still have my purple one so i can travel everywhere mm. i got a blue one that's is it black? Yeah. Right, well, whatever colour it is, it's not purple or red, <laughs> right? And I'm only allowed to travel to, like, two countries. Wow. That's the UK, that's London, United England and Ireland, yeah. right? And I don't know why I said that. It was to do with what you said about... about third world problems. Third world problems, mm. right? I know in the third world, when we go to Africa, that they, they make big bowls of food and everyone yeah, shares. Yeah, say that, yeah. Yeah, so it's not a community problem because the community looks after each other. But when we're in this Western world, mm. yeah, your neighbour, you can't even... Years ago, you could go and ask for... Uh, I've run out of sugar. But sometimes you don't even know who your neighbour is. Mm. Yeah, and that's where the issue stems from. So third world problems, no, because they, they learn to adapt as a community and work to communi- as a community to combat the poverty. Because mm. I have seen a lot of greed during this period, actually. Mm. Like, when everything first started, everyone was cleaning off the shelves and not thinking of the granny down the road who can only get to the shops at 11 o'clock. Mm. And by then, everything's gone off the shelf. And it did make me think, you know, what about those who can only afford a packet of noodles and you've just taken all them... 22 pence packet noodles off the shelf yeah so what are your thoughts out there beautiful people how do you feel about that unicef having to come and tackle the food issues that we see 
happening right at this particular moment and how are you managing are you going to be meeting up with your family over the holidays or are you going to meet up with your family over a zoom call let us know and we'll see you in five Show one of Eve's Lewis' favorite hangouts. All Flavors Radio is now looking for radio presenters. Email us at info at allflavorsradio.com. Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party, 12 to 2, and the Vibe Show, Tuesdays, 8 till 10, on All Flavors Radio. 24-7, playing your favorite artists. Hi, this is Everton Blender, and it's all about the old flavors radio. Sit in your man Bushman, and guess what? You got to lock to our flavors. I say come take a little winding up. Ayo, hey, it's a girl calling XP, the Booyah Queen, straight out of Dominica. Big up all flavors radio. Keep it locked. All flavors radio. Oh, yes, yes. I love those adverts. We're in here dancing to all the grooves <laughs> in the background there. Oh, yes. So we were talking about... Um, how UNICEF are going to come in mm-hmm. with the UN, the UN yeah. and um, yeah, feed the children of the UK. And it's quite funny because this is supposedly a first world country, mm-hmm. but on the flip side, a third world country, um, ACON, has gone in there and is doing some really amazing things, right? Yeah, I think he's um, he's done a lot of things for Senegal. Yeah. Um, isn't there a city there called Acon City where it's got, you know, reusable energy and things like that when it comes to electricity? And he's done a lot. He's done a lot. I think it's it's amazing. It says that, that they'll pay for everything with this new cryptocurrency mm. first off. So, guys, it's important to have a little bit of crypto, mm-hmm. right? Because that is the way that the world is going. But that's for another show. Yes, but he said that it's in Senegal. He's he's started this um this little city, mm-hmm. and um yeah, I think any oh one from the diaspora are allowed to to go along, yeah, and live there. Wow. You know, so it's been a he, he, um, Acon has done a lot for Africa. It's a two thousand acre metropolis, which was first um. It was first rooted back in 2018 Mm. and it's got luxury resorts, high rise condos, recording studios, a stadium and the crypto is called an A-coin, which I love that. A-coin. A-coin. But he really has it and it, it goes to show when you get to a certain point, Mm. how do you give back 
And I know a lot of um, other celebrities, they do give back to the community. Um, but it's really nice that he's gone home and he's given back at home because he is, he is Senegalese. So he's gone back to where, you know, it, his support would have been, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah. And just to build up the economy there, because what one thing I always say sort of to myself in some instances is like we've grown up in the West, mm-hmm. right? It's meant to be all this oasis and metropolis, but we can quite, we can see how the West and how we can get stuck here, mm-hmm. right? So Akon has built this metropolis, this oasis that even runs on clean energy, mm-hmm. right? It's gone back to Africa, done that. So guys, come. Now with us, with all of our expertise, now one of the reasons I, this is my opinion, guys. So remember I say, don't take my word as gospel. This is just what I think and feel within my heart at this particular moment. So I feel that we mm-hmm. have the expertise. The reason why they do not educate the Africans mm-hmm. is because once we become educated, your eyes are opened and then you can see everything that's going on around mm-hmm. us, right? But keep someone ignorant. They won't know that they're going in and taking out all the diamonds, they're going in and taking out all the gold, they're going yeah. in and taking out all the oil because they're not keyed into that and they'll have them as subservient workers, right? Mm-hmm. But once you become educated to a degree, you can see what's going on around you and make that change. Sorry, we're just going to take this call, okay? Hello? Hello? Nah, the phone. Hi, caller. Nah, phone on the phone, man. What's that? Okay. Oh, no. oh they're gone. They're I don't know what they said there, but yeah, so so we, we can see that. So once you become educated, right? I don't even think it's once you become educated. I think there's, because I see it this way, a lot of people from other countries. So Mm. for example, if you're from Asia, if you're from um, Africa, they are educated in their own countries. They Mm. are doctors, they are lawyers, they are educated. Yeah. But I find it interesting that when they come here, it's very hard for them to practice as a doctor, as a lawyer. I mean, the, body doesn't change mm. the body's technically the same i know practice is different um and then it, you have to do some additional training to become um to be able to practice but i feel like they make it so hard for them to come here and practice as a doctor mm. that you see a lot of them as housekeeping yeah and I feel like that is a mental thing that like you're saying. It is a mental thing. I don't think it's about educating them. I think it's about the fact that it's what it does to the mentality. I'm only good mm. enough. Back in my country, I was this. Yeah, but when you're here, you're only good enough yeah. to do this. Yeah. Um, and I think that, yes, we do. I think the ones that are here, so us being the generation that are here, we need to be educated because then, yeah, it does open our eyes up to a lot. Mm. Mm. Um. I'm talking in the sense of going and helping them see that they too can run their own country and not enable these yeah. people to go in and rape the country. Yeah. Because because they're not they don't have to pay they, they just want to eat hand to hand to mouth. Mm. That is their sole kind of aim is just to survive. Mm. Right? But they could be more than that. And that's where we come in because we have some form of know-how that we can go and on and educate them and say, hey, look, you've just given all this away or people are coming in and taking the mick. Yeah, but we're still foreign going in in their country. We are. We are Tubab. We are Mazungu. What can we do, Mm. right? Mazungu is tourist. Tubab 
is Taurus. That's um, Wolof and Swahili. Sorry. Yeah, just coming. But yeah, <laughs> so we, we are to them, mm. to Bab or whatever, but at least we can, sometimes you can get with the locals and you can have a decent conversation and enlighten them mm. to things. Because I never forget, I was on the beach one day and this guy, he comes cycling up on this cycle and he throws a net out into the sea, catches a fish, put it into a polystyrene box and cycles off. We can't do that here. Mm. But they don't recognise the wealth mm. that they have. But if they were not ignorant to that fact, because it's just like an everyday occurrence to them, mm. then maybe things might be different. But they might just be content with that way of life there, though. But some of them aren't. Because you'll hear them, you'll, you will hear them, mm. sort of, oh, we want to come to Europe, we want to this, we want to that, not realising. What they've got there is just it's yes. almost better. Yes, you know, and this is what Akon has done. Akon has gone in. He said, right, I'm going to build this great city. Mm. Come, you know, and hopefully, um, I'm sure he does, it extends all the borders mm. of all the, the locals that they too can share. Yes. But then do you not think mm. us saying, oh, yeah, you know, you can do this and him going in and, and building this city, I think is amazing. But do you not also think that he's westernising the purity of that country? Because we talk about living in the Western world and when they come here and us being ignorant and whatever, but then we're going there and telling them to build story high condos. Mm. I don't know. Because it's kind, it, it, on the, it's kind of like, not hypocritical, but I don't know. It feels a bit like we're saying... Your land is great, but we're making it better by building these big it's things and giving you a stadium. And... It's all modernisation, though, isn't it? Mm. And growth, I guess. Mm. But then look at what they're doing around here. We're losing all the natural beauty of an area that is really naturally beautiful mm. because they want to put up those high-rise and so forth. Mm. But then I guess unless we go, until we go to Senegal, we won't know. Yeah. But at least that opportunity is there. I'm glad to say I've almost I've been close to Senegal. <laughs> we have, we did. We didn't go on the ferry, we though, did we? We didn't go did on we? the ferry, but we've always been there. Yeah. And that's probably, was it in Dakar? I don't know whereabouts know. in Senegal he's done it. But, you know, this, they said it's like the little Wakanda, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it says the project has already secured about one third of the six billion needed. That's not bad, is it? So it's a project. It's something in action, yeah. you know, and he's, he's declined to publicly identify who his investors are. That's good. But at least he has investment, mm. you know. So I wonder if that's on the stock market, this little town of Acons. Would you say that it was? No, I don't think the town would be on there. It's not investment that wise. I think it's just people that have put into okay. helping build up the the economy. Mm. Mm. You know, yeah. It says that this Julius Mawali, the Kenyan technology entrepreneur, mm. behind a similar. So there's another similar project going on. Mm. It says has also invested four billion. Wow. You know, so I'd love to. It would be great to get over there and see how this whole thing pans out. Mm isn't it? Because if there is somewhere like, you know, Wakanda forever, not that I, <laughs> I didn't even really watch that film, to be fair, but it's something for us and by us, like mm. I always say, isn't it? And Akon, he has truly 
reinvested his wealth into doing something amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's quite funny, isn't it? The African diaspora that we say are third world, that they're elevating, as they would, Mm. rightfully, and the first world, as it were, which we totally aren't. But we know what they portray to us as being third world. Yeah. We know what they've been, you know... you know that if you go to places like Nigeria, Ghana, it's what they show us mm. is completely not what it is. Yeah. You know? Opposite. Mm. Africa's beautiful, but they show us um, children with big pop bellies and flies in their eyes. Yeah. And that is so not the case. Mm. It's so not the case. What I find sad, though, going to Africa is the way that it has become quite westernised. So you don't see everyone in their traditional dress or you won't see certain things Mm. that you would have seen before, but you're not seeing that now. But still, you know. But like you said, they're going in and modernising it. Mm. Yeah. So what are your thoughts out there? What are your thoughts to, would you visit Acon City and use an Acon crypto? Acoin? Acoin. We'll have to go on to um, Coinbase and see if you can find some Acoins. What do you think? I doubt it's tradable now. No, not yet. No. It's in its beta phase. Yeah, yeah. But you know, cryptocurrencies. Don't you know, a lot of people are scared of them as well. The crypto, aren't they? Yeah, I think because there's a lot of um, people that don't make it very appealing, like the scammers and things yeah. like that. You just have to know if you have to do your research. I think mm. when it comes to investing in anything, yeah, you have to do your research. Obviously, there's ones that we all are aware of aware of mm. when it comes to cryptocurrency but it's the platforms the exchange platforms that kind yes. of trap people you need to know which ones are the legit trading platforms mm. to use and that kind mm. of stuff well it all goes back again like i said tonight is we we do research what we look at mm. but sometimes we do give our own opinion as regards to those things mm-hmm. same likewise with cryptos <clears throat> sorry we still have to do our research oh, yeah. and know what kind of works and what is right and what isn't right mm-hmm. and then just act kind of accordingly, isn't it? So, ch- yeah, check Akon out. I mean, we need to hail him out. Six billion smart city in Senegal. So the lines are open now, everyone. If you'd like to call in and further discuss with us what you think as regards to what we spoke of earlier, the UN having to come in and feed um, 900 well, no, it's, they're not coming in and feeding 900,000. It's um, 17% of children in this country w- uh, have need aid as regards to food parcels because, one, there isn't enough. Or how you feel about ACON um, reaching out to the African diaspora and building this 6 billion smart city in Senegal. Would you go there and maybe have a second home there? Who knows, it might be very affordable, but you will have to pay with it, with mm. a coin. I love it. <laughs> I love it's it, awesome, a coins. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You know, so we'll, we we will um, conquer that. But if you, uh, it's quite funny here because there's a very long delay mm. uh, as regards to yeah, when, we're playing, when we're playing the music. So uh, you did try and call in during the break, mm. but then we are kind of, almost a song ahead if you can think of it like that song ahead so when we kick in and speak that's when you can kind of um call in and then we can um further the conversation all right so yeah akon 
and the Acon City and the UN having to feed and and help children in the UK. You're listening to the Draft Time Show on allfavoursradio.com. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Sandusha, Jamaica, Dominica. Oh, don't we love a bit of Tony? After playing that song, yeah, I've got a question for you. Okay, what song's that? Oh, sorry. Oh, after playing the Tony Braxton song, he <laughs> yes. wasn't mad enough for me. i got a question for you. Okay, what's your question? So, I I don't know how we came across this question. I can't remember how we came across this question. Mm-hmm. If a man has a wandering eye, right, is it the woman's fault, so the woman that he's looking at, yeah, or is it the man that you need to be pulling up about that? Very interesting. We can possibly put it towards the beautiful people that are listening. Could you say that again, Lily? If your man or woman mm-hmm. has a wandering eye, yeah, is it the person that them eye catch? Is it their problem, right, or is it? The partner's problem, you can't keep their eyes to themselves. It's quite funny and you should say that because I've had this before where I'm out with my husband, mm. you know, and um, there's a lady and she's got her fellow mm. and she's all hexing up with me like... Like you're trying to take her man? Yeah. And I'm like, hold on here, I'm, haven't, haven't you seen my man? <laughs> you know, kind of thing, you know. And that is very bizarre why... Maybe it's insecurity. Can you tell us? Um, shouting out to Marjak and the family, Anisha, Isa, Anaya and Tai Tai out there. Can you tell me? Because, Why? Yeah. What's the reason? Can, can you tell us out there, beautiful people? I've not given you the number yet, have I? 07895 because you know in that song she says he used to bother me but i'm not thinking about him mm, he's mm. your problem now yeah but you're making me a problem yes yes so he, is it his pro- is it why like i don't understand why women feel the need to go and take it up with the other woman why they're not taking it up with a man because in my opinion it's the man's problem a lot of the time, this we get a lot of this. So you know when those shows back in the day, like, um, what's it, Jerry Springer? Oh, Maury. Ricky Lake. I mean, that's going back, Ricky Lake, isn't it? But um, <laughs> that these women would go on and fight after. But this is if a woman chooses to go off with another fella, right? Mm-hmm. Um, however, if you're in your corner and this guy, you can't help that he's just taken a shining to you. It's not your... It's not, not my problem. You, you instigating anything. Yeah. And then the his woman has an issue with you. She really needs to take it up with him. Yeah. That sounds really bizarre, kind of, <laughs> in a really funny kind of way, you know. But it's, but yeah, she needs to take it up with, with him. But mm. more than likely, possibly because of the insecurity within the woman, she'll have a problem with you. Yeah, but my, your insecurity is not my problem. It's not, but obviously... Because her fellas looking at you, because I'm then beautiful. you become the problem, don't you? <laughs> you yeah, you're beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> okay, Lily. Yes. <laughs> no, but like I can't help it if he if you're if he can't keep his eyes straight. I can't help that. 
I think, do you know what I'm going to come up with? It's not an invention, but it's something that they use on horses. <laughs> Blinkers. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are going to wear them, like. No, not really. No, but the point is, if he can't keep his eyes straight, mm. then that's a problem that you two need to keep. You need, you need to discuss that with your man. Maybe she has. Maybe she has discussed it with him. Yet still, he has that roving eye. And um, there's nothing much that she, that the person that his desire, whatever's on, it's not their issue. But then they've obviously got problems within their relationship. If he keeps looking outside of that. Yeah. Or some people, it's like me, I like to look at flowers. Some people just like to look at beautiful things. (laughs) Right? (laughs) We're looking at a flower and looking at, a flower is two different things. Yeah, but if you're beautiful, you're beautiful. You can't. What? 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 You you meant to hide yourself under a bushel, or a, you know, mm. you can't hide who you are. And if someone shows that appreciation and looks at you in a, a nice way, then what can you do? It's not your fault. Mm. But there are a lot of insecure women out there, and that's going back into what we. No, not even that. You know, last week we spoke about the domestic violence. Mm. And I wouldn't say that it's a lot of insecure women in that situation. Mm. It's just women that have caught them, found themselves in a really, really hard situation that they find it hard to get out of. But then I do think that insecurities would contribute to that because that person's beating you down so much to make mm. you feel a certain way that you then may think, oh, if I then leave, no one will want me because of A, B, C, D, E, because of what mm. that person has said to you that makes you feel like you're not worthy of somebody else's love. Yeah. That's an insecurity in itself. And this number 99 has said looking and listening over someone are two different things. That is very Looking true. and and listening or lusting, lusting probably over someone are two different things. That's true. So looking, yes, you enjoy the flowers. You love to look at beautiful things. Mm. It's fine to look at beautiful things. If you lust over them, mm. then yeah. It's another matter, isn't it? And normally, can you, do you know then, let me put this question to you then, Lily. This is very impromptu, guys. We're going off script here. But um, if, do you know if a, another woman likes your man? Yes. You do? Always. How do you know that? So I have a sixth sense. <laughs> so maybe that's what the woman's feeling. No, she but- might think that you, you like them. No, but she wouldn't have that. She don't know. She don't know because that sixth sense is always right. My sixth sense mm. is always right. I've said this to my husband <laughs> many, many times. Right, like, that person likes you. No, they don't. They don't. Yep, that person likes you. No, they don't. Two twos. Yeah. It comes out in some form or other that I was right. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you give your you give. We're always having these conversations. Me and my friends. We're always saying to the guys, it's not you, mm. it's the woman that we don't trust. Because you may be like, no, I'm not interested. But you don't know what's going through that person's head. You could just be a really nice guy. My husband's a very nice nice guy. Mm. But you being nice to the wrong person... Could lead to that's problems. That's curtains for you, mate. Yeah. Well, um, this number, um, eight, um, 418 here says he needs a big time pump in, his, in the eye. <laughs> Because he's lost the name of someone else. <laughs> Very funny. I love it. Joy says, um, you wouldn't know if you weren't looking. Who wouldn't know? I would know if, if someone was 
sometimes you feel the eyes burning into your, your back yeah have you ever felt eyes burning into your back like you know and like oh my gosh like i'm i'm here. one of those wives that when i do see another female staring down at my husband mm. i will stare them back down and give them that look that says put your eyes somewhere else <laughs> right because i am territorial i've discovered that i'm quite territorial mm. so i will make it very obvious i can see you looking i'm in this microphone now people i can see you looking avert your eyes okay yeah great but what if they don't but i am crazy yeah yeah. What if they don't? And what if that... I mean, it's not a connection. Most of the time, my husband just laughs, though. Yeah, but it's not I funny sometimes when you're kind of in that situation, is it? Mm. You know, and it's not nice, like, to have that that roving eye. Um, Nine Nine says, I've looked at someone, but they reminded me of my people back in the village I came from and even told that to my partner at the, at the time. Okay. Hi, Ricky. How you doing? So I've looked at someone, but they reminded me of my people back in the village I came from and even told that to my partner. Okay. So that's so, why he was looking at them yeah, in that way. Yeah, he wasn't looking okay. at them in a lustful way. Mm. But then is that the insecurity of the partner then? Like, I'm not looking at them like that. They just, <laughs> it's funny, you know, reminded them of someone that he saw in the village, of, of someone that they, they knew. Yeah. But even you get, you even get that problem when you meet someone that you know from mm. back in the day and you're like oh hey brother are you okay and he's like oh yeah i'm good and then they got the partner there and you're getting like daggers if, thrown yeah but if they don't introduce you to their partner are they wrong that's another question that i've always if you meet so say for example you meet someone a guy that mm. you have known many many moons ago but haven't seen in ages mm. and you're with your husband do you introduce your husband? Oh yeah, hi, such and such. Oh, it's great to see you. Oh, this is this is my husband. Mm. Do you introduce your husband? I don't know. I don't think all the time. I think that's wrong. Why? Because then your partner's standing there just like a stick, mm. having nothing to do. You're laughing and joking right in front of them, and they're just like, "Okay, cool. I don't exist." No, it doesn't bother me like that though. But it doesn't bother you, but what about your partner? You haven't introduced your partner to this person that you're laughing and joking with and reminiscing on the old days about. I don't end up in that situation often, so I don't <laughs> have to worry about it, to be fair, you know. But, yeah, you would introduce, like, oh, hi, this is my, my other half or this is mm. my husband, this is my partner, whatever. Mm. Because then at least you're acknowledging them and bringing them maybe into the conversation. Yeah. You know, but um, um, 814 says, I don't think the issue is someone looking, but if your partner is upset about it and you don't acknowledge it, that's the problem. Looking mm. is harmless, but if it's like craning your neck and being distasteful, that another that's another story. When I see women look at my husband, I feel proud because he fine. <laughs> yeah, that's the right attitude to yes. have. Yes. Definitely, yeah. definitely. That, I do think that's true. It's the, it's the acknowledgement of how the person's feeling. Because mm. I'll be honest, we do go out and then, like, we might see a, a really pretty girl and I'll be like, oh, she's really pretty. And we'll have that conversation between the two of us. I might get offended if he does say, oh, yeah, she's really not, nice, but usually doesn't say that. Mm. Um and then on the flip side, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it was nice. Like, and we'll laugh and joke about it. But it is how far does that 
does that go, you mm. know? Mm. Um, Chrissy says, I agree with Naturally Lily. You should introduce your other half to your longtime friend as he's standing there like a lemon. <laughs> it's respect. Thank you. Yes. It's respect. True. Yeah. You're just standing there, just holding up, you know, holding up the air. <laughs> because I've been at the receiving end of that. Not that my husband didn't introduce me to someone, but I, we knew have known this person for a long time. Okay, let me rephrase that. They thought they were my husband's friend. Mm. He's a female, obviously. And I know this lady. And we saw them after a long time. We was at a, um, a convention. And they came clean up to my husband. Oh, hi, I'm seeing you so many hugs and kisses. And I'm standing right there and I'm like, oh, she don't see me standing here? I think that's rude. Mm. Because even if you don't like me, you can at least grit your teeth and go, oh, hi. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's a, well. Or am I just being? <laughs> that, is, that is a one that is, as Chrissy says, it's the respect. Yeah. And even if you know that other person, say, oh, um, even if they don't, uh, I'm such and such. Mm. No, your your husband or your partner should say, this is mm. my partner, whatever. So in that sense, um, Ricky says here, communication is key, but respect is very important. Yes. However, insecurity is a problem only if there's no trust. Mm. You know, and it doesn't bother me. Like it, Ken's there and will be around whoever. Mm. And I've seen women just, you know, but to me, if he's going to go off, he's going to go off. There's no me being insecure and having a go or anything like that is going to change the situation. No, I, I you know? don't agree with that. What do you mean? Because I think you can have insecurities. Mm. Um, and I agree with, with what Ricky said. Insecurities mm. is only an issue if you have trust issues. Because as women we do have insecurities. Right. That's not to say you don't trust your husband, your wife, whatever. We do have insecurities, whether we like to acknowledge it or not. Mm. But also saying, oh, if he's going to go off, he's going to go off. Yeah. But how much of the going off do you want to contribute to? Because I, I do feel like there comes a point where you have to state your claim, let your let your partner know that you are... Um, grateful that they're with you and that you know do you know you know what I mean You're grateful at, that they're with you yeah it's a privilege to be with me that's more like it. it's more of a privilege isn't it but you have to be grateful. grateful for your relationship you as well you pre appreciate the fact that because you, if they don't feel like they're what elevated and raised up no do you get you, you know yeah so but you know what I mean? Like, if they don't feel like you want and need them there, then you're kind of giving them fuel. In my head, when I first said this, it made sense. <laughs> but looking at your face, I'm like, it's not making sense, is it? <laughs> no. No. But the trust, but you know what trust. I mean. Yeah, you've, yeah it's, it's about appreciation. Yeah. For each other. It's about communication, as Ricky rightfully said there as well. It's about respect, as Chrissy said, mm. you know. And at, at the end of the day, all those things together, then you are, you're not going to be ignorant and you're not going to mind your partner if 
well, not if you're looking in a lustful way at someone else mm. and your partner's there in the room or if they're not there in the room, you should, still shouldn't do it, mm. you know, then that's when it becomes a problem. Mm. Yeah. So. Mm. I still fully don't. I'm, I'm still going to be territorial there. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, you know that you're fly. You know oh, that yeah. you're, you're, you're cool. Yeah. And that all it all is, it is, you know, <laughs> but you trust. Yeah. We've spoken about this trust thing before. I think Ricky we can hit that, hit the nail on the yeah. head there. Yeah. So it's communication. Mm. And if they do it and you're not um, happy about it, then you've got to, to discuss it. And Ricky says, hey, we don't own each other. We must be careful not to have a Eurocentric mentality. What's that mean? So maybe do um Ricky, does that mean that uh Eurocentric mentality is that people feel that they own each other? Ownership. You know, you have ownership over that person because you are right. No, we don't. Every we are a complement of each other. A woman was designed and made as a complement for the man. Mm. Yeah? And to work in in line with with the man, mm. all right. A woman was never ahead of a man, like we spoke before, isn't mm. it, Lily? About we are the neck, mm-hmm. and without the neck, you can't you turn can't left turn. to the right. Mm. But we work together, all right? Yeah. So, um, please elaborate when you speak on the um, Eurocentric mentality. But I kind of feel that I understand where you're you're coming from there. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, that's what Marjack said about he doesn't think it's an issue if someone's looking. But if your partner's upset about it, mm. then you really have to acknowledge mm. and next time not do the same thing and not introduce your partner. Yeah, because even when you look at it from the the spiritual sense, I know there's mm. a scripture that says a man that looks at a woman so as to have a lust for her. So mm. it doesn't say that looking at that person is wrong, but it's that feeling that comes along with it. You looking and, you know, is it making you feel a type of way mm. um, as opposed to just looking and thinking, oh, yeah, that's a beautiful person. Yeah, but it's going back to the looking, the way that we look there. Yeah. Is it lustful or is it looking with appreciation? Yeah. Yeah. It says that, oh, right, um, Ricky says, raw to the core, be careful not to have an enslavement mentality of owning someone. Mm. We we not to cage each other. So, yeah. So we're free within the relationship, but knowing that there's there are boundaries, obviously. Yeah. It's what we spoke about last week um about those not going outside of the union mm. you know and having that respect that we're going to be trustworthy within the partnership mm. yeah 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 so wow some seriously interesting um discussion there guys thank you so much for for calling in and texting in and um continuing the con- conversation with us so if you'd want to carry on with it it's 07895 one three four seven one three. That's oh seven eight nine five one three four seven one three. Hi everyone, this is Shayla Prosper, and I have a new album out under my skin. Filled with high energy jams like this. Mid-tempo moves like 
Show one of these Lewis' favorite hangouts. All Flavors Radio is now looking for radio presenters. Email us at info at allflavorsradio.com. Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party, 12 to 2, and the Vibe Show, Tuesdays, 8 till 10, on All Flavors Radio. 24-7, playing your favorite artists. Hi, this is Everton Blender, and it's all about the old flavors radio. Six and I am on Bushman, and guess what? You got it locked to our flavors. Bop, scary, yo. I say, come take a little winding up. Ayo, hey, it's a girl calling XP, the Booyah Queen, straight out of Dominica. Bigging up all flavors radio. Keep it locked. All flavors radio. <laughs> I know I got bills to pay. Am I enough to make the cut and make things go away? Always seems to be constant moving. I'm on the go as if for show, but I'm just standing still. And all you gotta do is smile. Just take one step at a time. Look within, you'll see the signs. The signs, my love. And even if it takes a while, I know life can be a trial. You can take it to the other side where there's no more stress. Gotta get up now and bring it all back to love. Bring it all back now. Gotta get up now. Bring it all back to no regrets. Shake it up now and bring it all back to love. Bring it all back now. Shake it up now and bring it all back to love. Another morning. Been taken, can't pretend. Why this seems to be? It's so confusing. I'm at the end where I begin to search for something real. And all you gotta do is smile. Just take one step at a time. Look within, you'll see the signs. Signs. I love my love. Ooh, even if it takes a while, I know life can be a trial. Take it to the other side where there's no more stress. Gotta get up now and bring it all back to love. Bring it all back now. Gotta get up now. Oh, no regrets. Shake it up now and bring it all back to love. Bring it all back now. Shake it up now and bring it all back to love. I know you're tired now. Don't feel like showing up. Lean on my shoulder, life is cold, but we can overcome. Can't you see how brave we are? In the face of it all, we'll see the light just higher. Don't get stress. Get up now, bring it all back to love. Bring it all back to love. Gotta get up now, bring it all back to no regrets. 
Time to change the verse, that's y'all. Get up now. Bring it on back to love. I said no more stress. No, 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 no. Cause I don't want no regrets. I said no regrets. No, 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 no. Shout out the chat room too. DJ Laro, he's on from 8 to 10 tonight. Know that if I have his tribe, he protecting them. Mother of a child. Shout out DJ Nige. Nutrition and brown milk. Hey, Gal Gal, how you doing, bro? So, shouting out Mark Philogene, who will be on from 10 to 12 this evening. Shouting out Joy McKay. Hey Kenny, how you doing? Shouting out DiCarlo. Hey Olivia. Lisa, shouting out all the DJs on All Flavors Radio. George Flavors. How are you guys, South Malaysia? Hope you're having a lovely evening. And also shouting out the original Mr. Fix-It. Shouting out DJ Slim. Ninja Man Lloyd, you can get him on a Thursday night. Along with DJ Caddy. And not forgetting Charlie Muir and Darnell, who will be on tomorrow evening. Charlie Muir with a general disarray show and Darnell with a therapy show. 
Yes, the sounds of Ciara. What a heavy tune. I love that song. Stay rooted. All right. Um, Ricky spoke of the ancestors there, didn't he? All right. And we will be celebrating Kwanzaa as of next week. Right. So it is obviously the holy festive season. Um, Kwanzaa's not a religious, it's not a religious holiday, but it is something that um, it's African-Americans. It started in Africa, America. And we'll be talking a bit more on that next time. Mm-hmm. Lily is 28 minutes past seven. I know, it does always go very quickly. It does, on the 22nd of December as well. Mm. It's been a, a sort of touch and go year, really. Yeah, I think, for me, it started rocky. Mm. Why rocky? I don't know. I was very happy to see the end of 2019. It was not an easy year for me at all. Mm. And then going into this year, it was a bit challenging. Mm. Um we went on lockdown. <laughs> oh. And then it was just all... So then you had... Then, uh, I good think night, I sweetheart. Learned, yeah. You had to learn how to just... Adapt. Adapt. Yeah. So it's, has it made you more resilient out there, beautiful people? Has this whole lockdown made you more resilient? Has it made you more of a thoughtful person? Has it made you reflect more? Let us know. How has this 2020 been for you? Because... As of next week, we will be seeing the back of it. Mm. But I'm sure there was a lot of lessons to have learned from it, right? Yeah. And I feel like for me, there's more lessons to be learned. Oh, always. The fact that we keep on going into lockdown, it's almost like it's saying, no, Lily, you've got a little bit more learning to do. Mm. Um, Because with everything, I always think that there's a reason why things happen the way they happen. Mm. Um, And as much as this has not been the ideal situation for anybody. I mean, today we started off talking about children who are severely deprived. They're impoverished, you know, and we are almost blind to that fact. Not that we are, you know, completely... Extravagant, out there, outlandish. But we haven't we haven't experienced what those children that are going through poverty have experienced. I mean, you go through hard times. The 70s was a bit like that, though. Mm. So to think that if the 70s were like that and we've not moved very far on from that, mm. then that is a cause for concern. Yeah. Because it was tough in those times as well. And to think, using that terminology, because it's not no first world country. No. Country is a country and we infiltrate a lot of places. You know, but just thinking, if you've not made that progress, yeah, maybe technologically we've made progress, mm. but as humans, we've not made much. Do you think that we are going back to the struggles of the 70s? There were hard times. And I'm, I'd, I'm sure you'd agree out there, guys that grew up around, you know, 60s, 70s, those times, and especially coming into this country as well, mm. we're still feeling the same pressures mm. that we were feeling back then. But I, I just think it was more visual mm. back back then, whereas now it's quite covert. You don't see much going on I unless you're looking. I think we see a lot going on now. Yeah. I honestly do. I feel like we see a lot more going on now than we would have 10 years ago. Mm. I was in Dalston, I think, last week, 
and I saw a tent mm-hmm. outside and then outside the Santander on in Bruce Grove mm. someone there's loads of beds along there yeah there's one um there's a Tesco by me and someone's in one of the um arches next to the Tesco right. so it's very apparent mm. as to what is going on mm. yeah I know during the first lockdown a lot of people they did rehouse people mm. but during this one you know November and now this one and normally around this time, there's lots of homeless shelters in December that open anyway, up, isn't yeah. it? But they've, they've needed it all year round. But then that's another thing now, because of obviously the situation that we're going through, mm. how many of those places are going to be able to open their doors to people? No idea. And do, do you know of any places out there, guys, that are offering shelter? That are, I think Ricky spoke of one. I think I saw one on his page um on facebook but i'd have to check that out again uh i can't think of any in this area mm-hmm. there's normally one at the back of broad lanes mm-hmm. there's like a little homeless sleeping place there mm-hmm. um but overall i'm really not sure i'm not sure as to what's what the situation is for during this covid christmas i guess we could call it that COVID Christmas, wow. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So there's lots and lots of issues going on. But, you know, how do we... So what has 2020 taught you? What's it taught me? I think we kind of spoke about this before, just to to just keep plugging away, mm. not to give up, and even... And to, to rely on the Almighty and the universe mm. is a provider really Mm. and not to have any doubt that you're not going to make things through Mm. and also maintenance yeah what do you mean by maintenance maintenance like maintaining your fitness maintaining your health you know because because we could fall into I found that I was drinking a bit too much alcohol Mm -hmm. I was like no because you're in there's nothing else to do right yeah exactly I was like no 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 address this address it now yeah, so it's it's been addressed, but mm. you can just get into a whole kind of bubble. Mm. <laughs> well, bubbles. <laughs> I'm gonna burst that bubble. Not really, you know. <laughs> but yeah, we can get into that. Yeah, and before we know it, we're down a rabbit hole yet again, mm. and with even more issues and problems that we kind of went into or didn't go into 2020 with, but we're leaving 2020 with. So, yeah, maintenance, definitely. Health, wealth, love, everything. Mm. Maintain, maintain. Because it must have been... How did you find it couples out there um, on this lockdown? How did you find kind of getting through it? Because, yeah, how did you find it, Lily? Well, we weren't locked down, locked down together. So um, Jay was still going to work through, mm. even though I was working at home, Jay was still going through, going to work through the whole of this um, season. Mm. And I think at first I wasn't really concerned mm. with him going to work because I wasn't really, not that I didn't believe in COVID, but it wasn't something that really concerned me. Yeah. And this time round, next lockdown round, the job that he that he's doing has changed, and I think it concerns me just a bit more. So because he's dealing more with the public, closely yeah. with the public, 
Whereas but before as, he wasn't. Yeah. But couple-wise, because we've not had to be... I mean, I think it has made us appreciate the fact that we've got to do more when we're allowed out. I hate saying that. But when we are allowed out, mm. to do more as a family outside of the house. Yeah. Because we have been forced to stay inside for goodness knows, what has it been like, almost a year now. Um, you miss the little things. Like, we always had people coming to us. Everyone... We, Everyone comes to my house and jumps at my, at my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think simple things like that, like making an effort to go and see people, not always having people to come coming to us and, you know, little day trips to the seaside and things like that. You, we've been forced to appreciate that more now so that we can't go nowhere. Mm. Because... Just going to the ocean or just going on a flight somewhere, even, oh, isn't it? I'm so fortunate. I've already, I went away literally <laughs> just before this blew up over here. And I remember when we got back, the same, it was like the day we got back or two days after we got back, um, we went just to um, Spain and we were going to go to Tenerife originally. And when we got back, the place we was going to stay in Tenerife got put on lockdown. Wow. Yeah, a lot of people got stranded. They did get stranded. And that's when all the travellings got <sighs> messed up. And we're very fortunate to have gotten mm. away when we did get away. What What concerns me here now as well, though, on this tier four thing, is that you're not allowed out after midnight or something, right? What? Yeah. What do you mean you're not allowed out? You're not allowed out at all? No, apparently you're not allowed out after midnight. Or is that just a rumour that I heard? No, it started... So the day that it started, it was from midnight. Oh, OK, I see. <laughs> oh, women. <laughs> Having a grace old moment there. Oh, don't worry. It happens quite often, guys. So, you know, we find our way back sometimes. Um, Ken says, way harder. He found the lockdown way harder, but we had community spirit and no pandemic and less, and less materially. That, but we didn't mind not having anything. Yeah. You know, things are things, right? But that family, I think the, the thought of not being with family is very difficult because yeah. we are that way inclined, very yeah. family orientated. So that was very difficult. Yeah. I found that hard. And Joyce says, times, they are changing. This journey on my train, 2020, I enjoyed lockdown to revisit the game and its rules for growth as nature is being manipulated for others i had to use the time to mentally regroup mm. Mm, definitely yeah. it was self-reflective wasn't it as well yeah it was a it self-reflective really was. time because it made you focus on the things that you valued before mm. what really matters now like for example when everyone was going for the toilet paper which i never understood um that just seemed so futile at that time. Why is everyone rushing for toilet paper? Mm. Wouldn't you then, wouldn't you think you're more, it's more important to stock up on food? Mm. But then it, it showed us that, because remember, I remember the week before you said, when we went into Lidl, and I was like, how oh, come there's nothing on the shelves? There's nothing here, it's ridiculous. And you made the point that we are so accustomed in this Western world mm. to going to a shop and picking something off a shelf. And when yep. it's not there, it infuriates us. Mm. This is ridiculous. Why can I not go and get my coconut oil when I want to get my coconut oil? 
it should be there. Don't forget we are a little island and even this week has shown things. I mean, I've been hearing little bits here and there on the news um, when I'm travelling mm-hmm. in the car and how the backup of all of the export, import-export. Yeah. We're a little island. We produce nothing. Yeah. Right? So, guys, I remember going to Tesco's during the the whole COVID period and I saw these potatoes I think they went down to 10 pence but they had all the roots coming out I went and I took them potatoes and planted them in my garden yeah and I got a beautiful yield out of that yeah I got lovely yield out of it and anything that I eat that has a seed most things I won't eat anything without seed anyway if you see the amount of seeds I've collected Mm. collect your seeds when you're eating food don't throw it away collect the seeds this is stuff that i do i have a whole nice big jar downstairs with apple apricot even the pumpkin that i grew Mm. loads of seeds in it take them out and keep it Mm. because we never know we never know how we're going to be affected by certain things Mm. and if we can't produce for ourselves then we're stuffed Mm. you know and that's that's another thing that this year taught me i grew a lot of veg we mentioned this before but just to it was just a trial run I've never grown so much but it was great great stuff yeah Lily have you got a point there um no no I'm just agreeing with what you're saying it really has taught us how to be self-sufficient and Mm. less greedy I think yeah Joyce says here thanks be to Jehovah for his guidance as we focus on his strength in our weakness we just need to appreciate each other and give thanks mm. that to that to and you know the love of others um what do we have in the think and grow rich tonight oh, Lily? because again you know we're looking at think and grow rich and napoleon hill book and um there's some really you know amazing thoughts obviously it's helping us to have the right mindset for thinking and growing rich in a financial way but we could also apply this to to life and by by having these things in place, it really makes us a mindset, as um, Alicia, um, sorry, as Joy said there, to appreciate the many things that we have in life. Have you found a point where you were going to I have, highlight? Um, and I think it goes back to, well, I'll read it and then I'll kind of confirm what I said. Okay. So I've chosen um, the fifth step, mm. which is imagination. Awesome. <clears throat> Now it says the imagination is literally the workshop wherein uh, wherein are fashioned all plans created by man or woman. Mm. The impulse, the desire, is given shape, form, and action through the aid of the imagination faculty of the mind. It has been said that man or woman can create anything which he imagine, which he can imagine. Awesome. So. True we have been put in the most uncomfortable situation. Mm. Can we imagine our comfortability? Can we imagine living in this state, but being content with how we are at this time? Yeah. Because I don't just think, you know, imagination, when it comes to riches, obviously he's talking about thinking of what your life will be if you had a certain number of... um, if you had a certain amount of wealth and yeah. property or whatever, but I think sometimes you just really have to simplify it and think of in this moment, I am stuck in my house. It is not the ideal situation, mm. but how can I see, cause you have to see it in your mind's eye. 
How and can feel I, it too. And feel it. Yeah. How can I see myself being comfortable and content with this situation? Mm, so it, it's, again, embracing the moment, embracing the now. Yeah. And I do lots of things, like I've been knitting. Mm. I made a skirt yesterday, you know. I, I just really try and be as creative as possible mm. and just think and be happy in that time that you're you're being creative yeah. because that is that being creative is obviously one of the best times that you know that you you can have in order to just have a part of yourself there yeah and I remember in saying that a bridge for instance that come out of someone's imagination, imagination yeah all right so whatever we see around us that's some someone's creativity that has designed that mm. and that is just so true so being in the moment in the here and in the now and as um, Joyce said really appreciating and and turning something uncomfortable into comfortability into something that's comfortable mm. so Lily oh wow we've come very close to the end of the evening and like you know we we do play uh not done it for, well I'd done a tune by Camilla Marcel last week um it was a beautiful song and I think I'm going to play a couple here before we kind of sign off so guys we hope that you have a, a good festive season and don't forget to tune into all flavors we play a variety of music um John J.E he's on on a Tuesday and a Sunday morning he's on the Tuesday with the Lovers Rock special but also I think on a Monday we had DJ Mark Philogene and also uh, DJ Slim and Mr Fix It who comes on from, on, on a Monday. And tomorrow we're looking forward to um, hearing Charlie Muir and Charlie Muir and Darnell, as well as on Thursday we have uh, DJ Ninja Man Lloyd and DJ Caddy, Friday again, Mr. Fix It, and DJ Laro, who also will be on tonight from 8 till 10, and Mark Philogene from 10 until 12. And sat on Saturday, we have George Flavors, boss, hi there, and uh, Sour Malaysia. Um, yes, George Flavors is on on a Saturday evening, as well as DJ Nige on Saturday with the Short Year Show. And you'll find all of the DJs, most of the DJs play on a Sunday as well. So check out the schedule. And as well as that, we are hiring uh, DJs as well. So if you feel that you can have something to say or you'd like something to share or you just like to play music, you love music and you'd like to, to share that, then that will be awesome as well. Um, just go to info at allflavorsradio.com and just fill in the 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 form there and then I'm sure that management will take it from there so uh, we have a message here um from one for it says that's the very scary thing why embrace our rights being taken away they want us to get used to this I understand that yeah I do understand it but I think we can't it's not about being, it's not about getting used to them taking away our rights. Mm. It's about in this moment, we're not comfortable. In this moment, we don't like the situation, but how can we make the situation better for ourselves in the moment? Yeah, yeah. And, and that is another thing as well, beautiful people. It's a matter of 
knowing that the times that we are living in, because I understand it's Marjak that, that highlighted that point. I understand the reasons as to, you know, why they're doing it, because sometimes it is a smokescreen. Mm. There is a lot of legislation, a lot of law, a lot of things being implemented as we speak at this time. And so this is another thing. We need to kind of be in tune Mm -hmm. with legislation and law because there are two forms of law. We live under maritime law, Mm. which is the law of the sea, Mm. which has nothing to do with us because really when we think of the Magna Carta that was made for people, the people of the land. Mm -hmm. So there's two, there's a straw man and then there's a real man, but that's a whole other show, people. That's a whole other show for a whole other time. And I think we'll get Marjak in to come in and speak on that because he's very knowledgeable Knowledgeable, on that subject. And But it's very important as well, even with all these vaccines and all that stuff, knowing what our rights are. Mm. It's so important to know our rights so that if they come and tell us anything, that we can say, oh, oh, uh, hello, um, article number 614 says this um no it does not apply to me mm. and you're living by this whatever law yes you need to take your straw man over there because i don't comply yeah and then once we when we we do that then at least we know that we are doing it in a lawful kind of way mm. yeah so thank you thank you so much for your comments tonight beautiful people thank you for your time thank you for tuning in Olivia said something earlier. She highlighted when we were speaking about the passport and she says it's embassy that the UK is still stuck in the class system. It's embarrassing, she says, okay? So we are in a class system. We've seen it with that UNICEF, haven't we? Mm. Poverty line. And the rich, are, now we can really see a divide. There's no no more middle class that's gone. Mm. Well, not completely, but mm. we're on the way there, though, right? There's, it's just two ends of the scale. I don't think that's true. Yeah? No. I think there are rich people, there are people that manage life, and then there are people that are on the poverty line. Mm. Because mm. we don't have... We have extremely rich in this country, yes, and we have extremely poor, as we've spoken about today. Yeah. But there are some people that don't meet either ends of those scales, so... Well... <clears throat> We'll just keep on going mm. forwards and obviously being mindful of everyone around, around us yeah. and being living in our moments mm. and embracing them. Do you agree? Definitely. And yes, knowing and understanding law and legislation as well mm. because we are the people we need to know and we're being governed by this government that don't even know. What they're doing. Exactly. Opinion, opinion. <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> That's right, it's a disclaimer, opinion. but it's true. Um, we, we're just stuck in a, a time hole. Yeah. Because this is what this whole year feels like. But never mind. Groundhog Day, great wow. film. Yes. Have a watch of that Groundhog Day. <laughs> and also in saying that, there's a little film, it's an animation called Canvas. It's a black animation. It's absolutely beautiful. Lovely little story in it. So if you have Netflix at home, check it out. It's called Canvas. Ten minutes. But the animation is absolutely beautiful. Really, really nice. So all we have to say to you beautiful people right now is that we love y'all. Yeah. Okay. Have a wonderful holidays. And we'll talk to you about Kwanzaa.
next week. <laughs> and we will see y'all on the other side. Take care. This is my story. I'm just trying to give you all of me. This is my journey. Trying to make you see what I see. This is my story. I'm just trying to give you all of me. This is my journey. Trying to make you see what I see. I'ma keep it realer than I ever have Realer than diamond rings Dipping in them Louis bags Tell you about emotions I ain't ever shown All the time you see it when I'm getting mad Couple things I lost, I ain't getting back Sometimes I wanna lose it But what's the point? You made changes bound to come And bring what no man wants No one wants hurt No one wants pain To laugh in the sun And live through the shade
If Nicky Bar said hell no to the crack, him put it by the FBI. For 100 years, been undermined, where the motherland still gets undermined. Queen bowed down to us, said, I said I see I. Swap our golden love for guns and knives, are we dumb? What a fool from grace. Look how far we come. Selling queens of the finest garb. No top hat, still got them shaking bum. No respect for ourselves or each other. So how we gonna overcome? What if everyone equal? No rich, no poor, no white, no black. In the end, you're all just people. Thin line between love and hate. Same line between good and evil. Everybody making choices. Make sure that your choice is peaceful. Making moves like Villa Cootie. Not a black man chasing Coochie. Knowledge is my power and freedom is my beauty. Melanin be my beauty. Loyalty is my duty. Still got fun like Horus. Writing truths like Rumi. Ah, uh, don't want us to talk the truth. They rather the lies consume us. Remember the days we were gods and kings, not thugs and shooters. TNT on the Sphinx's nose just to lie and confuse us. Don't want to see a scroll like tumors. Bear lies, bear hate, bear rumors. May aim to keep us down. They don't want to lose consumers. Whips and chains, now whips and chains. Suit and tie, replace nooses. Still a whole nation clueless. Worrying themselves what loses. Guess Jim Crow was right. And the actions prove it. Minority they call us, but let's count brown, not black. Slavery, what they taught us. Not who drew the first match. Domestication and hygiene. Race curves and medicine. Educating Pythagoras. Our inputs magnanimous. Not Kunta, but Ramses. Civilized, not savages. Doctors and masons. Have you realized what the damage is? Not fulfilling our true goals. Rather end up in two holes. Prison or pussy. I guess that's one of our challenges. Ah. Uh. We're in rush trying to send us back. This our country, we built it. White man getting Brexit mad. Couldn't deal with my realness. Let me talk about real-ish. Prejudice that we deal with. I'm not playing no victim. I just want to reveal it. No justice, it's just us. Ghetto kids are a burden. No youth clubs, them school cuts. While the rich getting tax cuts. Huh? Now the shit, it don't add up. Conspiracy, I'm shouting. No point getting mad, bruv. So, imagine if Rosa Parks stood up. If whites did a burn down toast, I still call more not black nor nigger. If Marco got snaked by his own, then what go figure? If Martin did I have that dream, would we dream way bigger? If the Panthers won their war, would we still cross that line? If Nicky Bar said hell no to the cracking, put it by the FBI for 100 years being undermined, where the motherland still gets undermined. Creep bowed down to us, say, Ali Selassie, I. So put golden lamp for guns and knives, are we dumb? What a fall from grace. Look how far we come. So the queens are the finest gum. No top hat, still got them shaking bums. No respect for ourselves or each other. So how we gonna overcome? Say so how we gonna overcome? It's not about who is wrong.
Thank you. 